This is Forced Migration Review, Issue 60, March 2019. Breaking the Silence, Sexual Coercion and Abuse in Post-Conflict Education by Sophie Bray Watkins. Experience from the Central African Republic makes clear that global efforts to increase numbers of children in school particularly in conflict-affected areas and for displaced children, need to pay greater attention to safety and accountability. For many countries affected by war, education prior to conflict will have already been in a poor state, with a lack of materials and resources, overfull classrooms, and low quality of teaching. Conflict will have further exacerbated these conditions, disrupting or even destroying what limited provision was in place. School buildings may have been looted, damaged, or occupied, and trained teachers may have fled or been injured or killed, and all this against a backdrop of increased violence and non-functional state-run systems. The challenges of reinstating education in such places are considerable. Furthermore, ensuring children's safety in educational contexts continues to be difficult, Children face multiple risks, such as dangerous journeys to and from school, an increased risk of physical and sexual and gender-based violence from armed groups or members of the community, and peer violence inside the school gates. These issues also need to be considered within a wider context in which corporal punishment is commonly accepted and the role of women and girls as subjects of sexual violence is often normalized. A silent issue. Another form of violence and abuse also affects children in schools, but is perpetuated in near silence. Sexual abuse and coercion from teaching staff. Sex for grades, or as children call it in many places, sexually transmitted grades, refers to teaching professionals asking children to carry out sexual acts in exchange for regular teaching tasks, such as marking an assignment or for rewarding the grades they need to progress. Sometimes children are asked for money in exchange for these basic teaching tasks. When they are unable to pay, other forms of payment, such as sexual favors, have to replace financial contributions. Since 2016, War Child UK has been supporting children in Bangui, in the Central African Republic, CAR, to campaign against these types of abuses in schools. Through a youth advocates project called Voice More, children conducted their own research, Endnote 1, with pupils from 10 different state schools, finding that high numbers of children reported incidences of this type as common, with students intimidated, harmed, and dropping out of school as a result, Endnote 2. Their findings reflect other reports of sexual abuse and corruption in school systems in Africa, Endnote 3. In 2015, UNICEF's U Report program asked children in Liberia an open question about what their biggest concerns were, and 86% of children responded saying sex for grades was their biggest worry. End note 4. And in 2017, Maastricht University published a report on education in CAR, which described the use of violence, coercion, and corruption in schools by teaching staff as prevalent and persistent. End note 5. Although pockets of reporting exist, 
this hidden form of abuse has been overlooked in discussions surrounding other forms of violence in and around schools. Perpetrators in places which lack adequate community and state protection systems, such as in post-conflict CAR, can act with near impunity. Initiatives like the Safe Schools Declaration, and Note 6, have helped set standards and guidelines for protecting education in conflict-affected areas, such as banning attacks on schools, but do not extend to these specific types of protection issues that can become prevalent inside schools as a consequence of conflict. Contributing and exacerbating factors are numerous and include Bullet point one, lack of money and resources to invest in schools and in training for teachers to improve quality and safety of education. Bullet point two, lack of systems for reporting and enforcing codes of conduct. Bullet point three, lack of functioning justice systems to deal with perpetrators. Bullet point four, limited capacity of state-run departments such as ministries of education to oversee and manage schools. Bullet point five, poor school governance systems and lack of parental engagement with schools to address the issue, tackle corruption, and hold teachers to account. Bullet point six, late or non-payment of teachers. Bullet point seven, prevalence of unqualified parent teachers in place of professional teachers. Bullet point eight, acceptance and normalizing of a culture of violence and corruption. Bullet point nine, lack of power and status of children in relation to adults, particularly those in positions of authority, such as teaching staff. Impact and consequences. The impact of these problems on children, their education, families, communities, and countries is significant. Children who are asked for payment or sexual favors commonly respond by attending school less frequently or dropping out as a protective measure despite their strong motivation to get an education. For those who are coerced or forced, particularly girls, the effects of this sexual and emotional abuse on their psychological well-being are considerable and can also result in pregnancy, STIs, and, when their peers and the community know about it, significant social stigmatization. Corruption in schools also contributes to household stress by increasing the financial burden on families and caregivers, as well as on children themselves, who often engage in additional risky work in the informal economy to find money for school. In the longer term, the presence of abuse and corruption in the school system lowers pupil retention rates, damages the academic success of generations of children, and reduces the country's chances of economic development. Quote, we must break the silence around these issues and do something today to hope for a positive change tomorrow. If we act together today, tomorrow our country will be better." Unquote. Stephanie, aged 16, voice more participant. Breaking the silence, recommendations. Safety first. In recent years, and in large part because of the Sustainable Development Goals and other international initiatives, such as the Global Campaign for Education, End Note 7, and Education Cannot Wait, End Note 8, many countries have committed to drastically increasing school attendance. In the drive to raise numbers, safety and accountability must not be forgotten, 
and there needs to be more emphasis on ensuring schools are safe places for children to learn. Greater accountability. Teaching staff committing abuse should be held to account. A lack of adequate systems in schools for monitoring and disciplining teachers means that teachers in many places can act with impunity. Governments need to take a greater interest in this issue and ensure a zero-tolerance message is communicated to schools and head teachers, with those committing sexual abuse being reported to relevant authorities. Ways to report. Corruption and abuse in schools tend to be hidden. It is very difficult for children to speak up and they lack ways to do so, which is why demands for money and sexual favors often result in children dropping out of school. Every school should have child-friendly systems in place that allow children to report demands for sexual favors or payment. Raising awareness. Most children are not aware of their rights or that these practices are illegal. While codes of conduct might exist in some schools, schools do not communicate to pupils or communities what is expected. All schools should have clearly defined protocols for how staff and students are expected to behave. They should also help ensure that children and adults are informed about the Convention on the Rights of the Child and the protections and assurances it contains relating to education and protection from abuse. Quote, one child being abused in school is too much. We must promote a culture of honesty, unquote. Jean, age 17, Voice more participant. By Sophie Bray Watkins at S O P H I E B at warchild.org.uk. Youth Advocacy and Engagement Advisor, Warchild UK at www.warchild.org.uk. End note one. We supported the young people as they planned and prepared their research, including how to approach other children, what to do if they felt uncomfortable, and how to ensure confidentiality. The children created a code system to record information. No names were taken, and we agreed steps to be taken if a respondent said they'd been personally affected or made a disclosure. End note two. War Child, 2016. Combating Corruption and Abuse in Schools at bit.ly slash capital W A R capital C H I L D capital U capital K dash capital V O I C E capital M O R E End note three UNICEF slash plan slash action aid slash S C F Sweden two thousand ten too often in silence, a report on school-based violence in West and Central Africa. Available at www.unicef.org slash WCARO slash capital V capital A capital C underscore capital R E P O R T underscore English dot PDF. Plan 2013 a Girl's Right to Learn Without Fear, Working to End Gender-Based Violence at School, at bit.ly slash capital P-L-A-N dash capital L-E-A-R-N capital W-I-T-H-O-U-T 
capital F-E-A-R, dash 2013. Endnote 4. UNICEF U Report Liberia, 2015. Success story. U Report Liberia exposes sex four grades in school. Available at https colon slash slash u-r-e-p-o-r-t dot i-n slash story slash one nine four. Endnote five. Maastricht University, 2017. The Child's Right to Education in the Central African Republic. At bit.ly slash capital M-A-A-S-T-R-I-C-H-T capital U-N-I-V dash capital E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N capital C capital A capital R dash 2017. Endnote 6. The Safe Schools Declaration, developed through a series of consultations led by Norway and Argentina in 2015, provides the opportunity for states to express broad political support for the protection and continuation of education in armed conflict. At www.protectingeducation.org slash guidelines slash support. Endnote 7 www.campaignforeducation.org Endnote 8 www.educationcannotwait.org FMR is an open access publication. You are free to download, copy, distribute, or link to this article, as long as it is for non-commercial purposes and the author and FMR are attributed. All articles published in FMR are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License.